you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ, Bucky, back together. And Buck, uh, we've already done this once today. We uh, we recorded a podcast. We had a couple trades that had happened uh, during that uh, podcast, which we broke down. But we put that one in the can. We finished it. And then after we signed off, I feel like the NFL just went completely crazy. Yeah, right after you said that, hey, you know, the NFL deadline, trade deadline is not like baseball. It's boring. Not like it's a yawner. It's boring. No one does it. And then all of a sudden, the new generation decides that they want to swap everybody. It was like uh, a fantasy football uh, draft. Everyone just swapping players and getting players and people going left and right in division, out of division. It's been bananas. But it's been fun to watch because I think it's not only refreshing to see the action where your teams are, are changing and getting and acquiring guys and people are making moves to kind of fortify their teams for the stretch run. I think we're seeing a, maybe a change, a sea chain in terms of the way people value draft picks. Uh, when we came up, man, those things were like uh, gold. They were currency that you never parted with. Like it took a lot for someone to give away a first round pick, even a second round pick. But today we have seen so many people just, hey, whatever you, whatever you want. You want this pick? Cool. Give me the player. And so it's, it's been fun to watch. And I also think the handful of stars or a couple of stars like Bradley Chubb being included in trades, 
to me, that's a game changer because we never used to see that that part of it, like stars being swapped out for picks. To me, that's a major change in the landscape. 100%. And uh, let's get right to that one. We're going to break down some of these trades. The big one, I think the biggest one, uh, the Bradley Chubb trade. He goes from uh, Denver over to the Miami Dolphins. This is a, uh, a trade that cost them a 2023 first-round pick, which was originally San Francisco's, a 24 fourth-round pick, and running back Chase Edmonds. Um, they send over Bradley Chubb and a fifth round pick that's coming from Denver. So it's rare to see, you know, elite level pass rushers get traded. I mean, obviously we've seen it with Khalil Mack, uh, when he was really in his prime going from the Raiders to the bears. Uh, we've seen, I guess, a couple other examples, but still it's, it's jarring to the system. When you see a 25 year old premier player was a top five pick at that position, get traded. And I look, I give, uh, I give the Miami Dolphins a lot of credit for pushing their chips in and going for it right now. Oh, I think it's I think it's just a difference in philosophy. Uh, when Brian Flores was running everything there, and he was the head coach, he comes from Miami. I mean, he comes from the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots have never really delved into the star wars market, meaning that they would take stars, but those guys came either following a situation that damaged, a, yeah. damaged goods, and yeah. they were getting great value, but never did they deal with like superstars, and so. Brian Flores had kind of dealt with that at Miami where they didn't really have stars. He was trying to be like the team, the team, the team. And now you look up, he's out. They have all these stars. Tyreek Hill coming over. You now are talking about Bradley Chubb being acquired. They have a star-studded squad, which is completely different in the way that they looked a year ago, two years ago. But to me, man, it makes them like one of like a fun team to watch because you can't talk about the talent. Can you make it a team? That's the biggest challenge. But the talent, you can't dispute how, how much talent they have in terms of being able to chase and hunt for a title. Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we always talk about baseball. You know, you get guys in your team that can get on base and you guys that can hit them in. This is an offense that's going to put up points. They're going to play with a lead. So now how do you capitalize on that? How do you round out your team? You already got Jalen Phillips. You've got Emmanuel Agba. Bam, here comes Bradley Chubb. We're going to roll him in the mix there. We, we like the rest of our defense. we got some solid pieces, especially in the secondary. Um, and you watch this thing go to the next level. So I think the team building side of it makes a lot of sense from how they're constructing a, a defense to kind of match and balance their offense, Buck. And then on Denver's side of things, you know, it, look, it, we kind of call it what it is, but they, uh, they're going to have to uh, be creative after they parted with so many picks for Russell Wilson and the money they're paying Russell Wilson. They're going to need some, some cheap starters that are quality players to help offset that. And this is the first move in, in that we're going to see. Bradley Chubb is going to come in a huge money uh, when he becomes a free agent mm -hmm. shortly. So now you don't have to worry about that. Now you've got Browning, uh, who's a good player for them as a young player, as a cheap player. You've already brought in Randy Gregory. So you still got good dudes there. Um, and then now you're going to chance to get some cheap. They need some cheap labor. They need some cheap starters. And they're going to get that with picks. Yeah, but uh, here's what I say. The clock is ticking now on George Patton. Like, when you make the kind of moves that they have made, one in Russell Wilson and now getting rid of Bradley Chubb, it is all on you. And everyone is going to heavily scrutinize the way this team looks going forward. Because if you give up Bradley Chubb and Russell Wilson isn't what you think he is when it comes to being able to put the franchise on, on, the, on his back, man, that's a big problem. And if you take these picks that you're getting for giving up Bradley Chubb, you have to find comparable value in terms of the player coming back. That player has to be a Pro Bowl caliber player, a player who dominates because Bradley Chubb's career has been impacted by injuries, but when healthy, he's played at a Pro Bowl level. 
he's given you what he was supposed to give you as a top five pick. And so now coming back, when you go back to the draft, the person that you select high, he has to play like a star. And so it'd just be interesting. You talk about, I won't say unnecessarily putting pressure on yourself. You put a lot of pressure on yourself real quick with the moves that have been made since the summer. And I think about, look, when you when you walk up to that podium and you hold up the jersey and you celebrate that contract that you pay these these premier quarterbacks and what you perceive as premier quarterbacks, every step you take up that that podium, you can imagine there's a player going back down those steps because for that one to sign, you're going to cost about three or four other mm-hmm. players on this team their jobs because you can't pay them. Like that money is gone. Yeah, that money is gone, and that's why it's very, very important that you're uh, very judicious with how you spend your money. And so when you think about how much quarterbacks are commanding, top top quarterbacks are commanding on the open market, yeah, when you get into the 40000000 million-plus range, that quarterback better be able to carry it. Or as we say, he needs to be a truck. He cannot yep. be a trailer. So now more than ever, when we evaluate quarterbacks, not the young quarterbacks coming in the league, the old quarterbacks, you no longer it's no longer just good enough to win games. He has to be able to stand on his own without a lot of assistance from the supporting cast to be able to play at a level that the offense functions like a high level offense. Yeah, no, no doubt. And the Broncos did end up getting another rusher uh, coming in the door. They traded for Jacob Martin from the Jets, who's just kind of a good rotational uh, piece that they have. They have a really deep defensive line group there, and Jermaine uh, Johnson's going to be coming back healthy. Uh, so it allowed them to part with Jacob Martin. They end up flopping picks. Uh, Denver gives up a fourth. They get back a fifth. These are both in the 24 draft, so a couple years down the road. Um, but you know, another body to come in there. Some of these other ones that are, you know, kind of minor deals, but Zach Moss gets traded along with a sixth round pick. He goes to the Colts for Naheem Hines. Um, they are not a big, they're not a big running back group there in, uh, in Buffalo. Those are little dudes, but are very versatile and, and got some juice and some explosiveness. The Steelers, um, after we, you know, saw what they did earlier in the day, they go out and get William Jackson on the kind of on the cheap see what mm-hmm. they can get out of him. But the one, the other one I wanted to break down and talk about a little bit, Buck was this move. Um, that was made by the Jacksonville Jaguars, You're the team that you uh, you work mm-hmm. for calling their games on the radio, to bring in Calvin Ridley. Now, they won't get him in right away. It's kind of a complicated trade as he's suspended right now um, for a gambling situation that took place. Uh, but this is in exchange for what could be a maximum of a 23 fifth rounder and a 24 second rounder. Uh, keep in mind, he's suspended to the rest of the season. But uh, it could be a situation where if, he were to be reinstated going into next year. Um, he's a number one whiteout, like a legit number one whiteout. Yeah, I'm partial uh, to this one, not only because of my affiliation with the Jaguars, but in knowing Calvin and watching him since he was a high schooler. Look, this dude is fantastic. And so I think about what he was able to do and replacing Julio Jones. Because remember, at the end of Julio Jones' tenure with the Falcons, Calvin really was the number one. Julio was off-ended. Calvin really showed people that he could play that number one role, handle the double teams, put up big numbers, uh, do the dirty work against uh, defenses loaded to defend him. And so now what I think you get is a motivated, highly motivated player to come and kind of reestablish himself as a premier receiver in the league. And we can say for what it is when you're suspended for a year and those checks don't hit the account, like you're, you're very motivated to make sure that you get back to being at the top of the, the pack so that you not only can receive the money that you're owed, but you want to be able to get back and get another contract to kind of get back on on track. And so I think that certainly plays into it. And with Doug Peterson looking at what he has, like 
Let's be honest. And I like Christian Kirk and I like Zay Jones and Marvin Jones and those guys. Those guys aren't established number ones. And so now when you drop Calvin in, my anticipation would be maybe you have Calvin and Kirk, you have Ingram, Zay Jones signed a three-year deal, so I would expect him to be there. I think Marvin Jones might be a free agent after this season. Maybe he moves on and those are the guys that you kind of roll out with. But make no mistake about it, this is a move that is designed and intended to help Trevor Lawrence make that jump so you can get a true evaluation on what Trevor Lawrence is and how much you can be willing to pay him when his contract comes up. You you might not know this, Buck. I know you've known him going back to high school, but is Ridley from Florida? Is he from Florida? He absolutely is from Florida. He is actually from, I think he's from South Florida. And okay. so it was a big deal when he and all those guys, I think if they followed Amari Cooper's footsteps in terms of going to Alabama. But yeah, that was a big deal. So I think he's from South Florida. He's close enough, but maybe far enough away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get to where he needs to get to, but he's away from maybe the immediate attraction of the things that kind of lure him in. But no, I, I think this is a great move. And for the Jaguars, it cost them nothing to get a guy who's an established player. They don't like him. Like, you know, the option and all this stuff falls apart. And then the yeah, a lot of conditions. Play. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think this is one where if you hit on it for the Jags, like, man, it's a great move for you. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and again, a, a wild day here uh, with all the trades that went down. I didn't think we would see this level of excitement, and uh, and we sure got it. We're going to have a lot more coming up here on some of these trades as well as a recap of the Monday night football game, and we're going to dig into Bucky's top five game records. We'll get to that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbiotica.com. That's C Y M B I O T I K A. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. We do have uh, we do have a couple trades. Uh, you mentioned the trade inside the division. That's something the Lions and the Vikings are making a habit of doing. Uh, remember, they had that trade uh, with the Lions coming up to the 12th pick to take Jamison Williams in, the la- in last year's draft. Now they end up sending TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings, and this is what Minnesota gets. They... Uh, uh, let's see. Minnesota sends a second round pick a in 23, a third round pick in 24 for Hawkinson, a a fourth round pick in 23, and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick. So really, they're pick swaps. Um, it's just kind of moving up in the draft here. So the same number of picks uh, the Vikings are going to have after this is all said and done, basically just trading down twice and getting one of the better young tight ends in the NFL, T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I can't really understand this. I can't understand if I'm the Detroit Lions and I am trying to build a team. I, I understand like the value of kind of building up the war chest with draft picks, but I don't like moving good players. And TJ Hawkinson, by all accounts, is a good player. And yeah, I know about the contract and all the other stuff that you have to do when he's been a Pro Bowl player and those things. But when you're a team that only has one win on your ledger, the last thing that you want to do, not only for the morale of the team in the locker room, but for the city, is to give away a good player. And I can say this, I don't believe that the Lions fully maximize his talent as an outstanding blocker and receiver, and I expect that to happen in Minnesota. Man, I just don't like helping my opponent, my division rival, become a better team because this makes the Minnesota Vikings much better on offense because you have another guy who can take attention away from Justin Jefferson. I don't like the move for Detroit, but I love it for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I think about Minnesota Vikings. Their tight end, Irv Smith, is going to be out, I believe, eight to ten weeks. So he's hurt, so they needed a tight end. Think about last year. They also had Tyler Conklin, who played well for them last year. Uh, had 61 grabs for 593 yards, three touchdowns. He leaves in free agency. He goes to the Jets. So there was definitely a, a screaming need. I, I don't know. They could have done better than getting T.J. Hawkinson. The one thing I'll just say, though, Buck, um, talking about it from the Lions' standpoint, I think we had a similar discussion when you looked at the Jets, where they were when they traded Jamal Adams, obviously different compensation. Mm-hmm. But you look at non-premium yeah. positions, safety, tight end, and you're the Lions, and you're like, we stink on defense. Like, we are terrible. Um, we're still able to generate some offense. We have a good offensive line, so that's in, in a pretty good spot here with some good pieces. But we have got to get resources to fix this defense. And tight end, you know, even though you know you can look at a, a playmaking tight end being an important deal, it's just – it's not viewed as one of those marquee key positions you have to fill. And maybe they were looking at that as a little bit of a luxury on a bad team. Yeah, and, and, and I understand that. And I understand that rationale when it comes to like marquee positions versus non-marquee positions. 
But my thing is this, I think it's also influenced by the general manager's background as a uh, college scouting director where they value picks maybe more than some others would and believing in their ability to turn those picks into players. The one thing that I will say is, I don't know like how impactful maybe a second round pick or a future third round pick or fourth round pick is going to be on a team that really needs a lot of weapons and resources right now. I know you can package those things and maybe get up and all that, but you got to remember this guy that you're giving away was a top 10 pick. And I understand there's some depreciation when it comes to those things as a guy plays in the league and as we begin to see him. Uh, I just don't know if it was, you know, enough return on the investment when it comes to it. And ultimately, this regime will be judged on their ability to take those picks and turn them into players and to turn all of those players into a team that can win games. And right now, the Lions haven't been able to do so. I also, though, I think it's a valid point to bring up not their guy. I mean, whether or not that's the right way to go about business, yeah. they don't think of TJ Hawkinson, who we invested an eighth overall pick in. They just say he's our current yep. tight end, TJ Hawkinson. They have no attachment to. Uh, and I think there is something to that. When you look at new regimes coming in, they don't have that same uh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of equity built up uh, with, with these types of players. No, I, I, look, I think you're right. Obviously, we're talking about this. We're talking about other picks because we saw it. Chicago jettisoning uh, Roquan Smith and those things. We're seeing when you come in as a, a, a new leader and you haven't drafted those guys, you don't have an emotional attachment to the guys. Like, yeah, you may like them and what they do, but it's not like you're deeply invested in making sure that they play well to kind of validate uh, your decision to draft them where you selected them. And so, yeah, there is that removal of the emotional attachment that can come when you're dealing with players. So I certainly see your side of it when you're Brad Holmes and you didn't select T.J. Hawkinson number eight overall. You just see him as tight end one. You want to get better on the team. And so you're saying this is a piece that can help us acquire more assets that we can use down the line. I'm going to trade him because, look, I'm not in love with him like I would have been in love with him if I had drafted him on draft night. You mentioned it there, Buck, about the other trade here. Roquan Smith is a big one. He goes to the Ravens in exchange for a 23 second round pick uh, and fifth round pick and linebacker A.J. Klein. So what was your take on that one? (laughs) Man, the Baltimore Ravens continue to do what they do when it comes to sitting in the cut and waiting for valuable players to come uh, come up. And Roquan Smith, to me, is a guy, one, who's playing really well. Two, he's exactly what the Baltimore Ravens need because their defense has not been the same since they lost playmaking linebackers. And let's be honest, it hasn't really been the same since they lost C.J. Mosley years ago because they didn't want to pay an inside linebacker, a non-marquee position, in some people's minds, big money. But now you get a guy who is a dominant player. Roquan Smith is a dominant player who really was coming into his own. You can see him sack the pass. You can see him make sideline to sideline plays. He has coverage ability. He's a really good player. He also frees up Patrick Queen to maybe do what he does better in the middle of the defense, blitzing and running around and doing a bunch of things without the responsibilities of having to be the man. Roquan Smith is the guy, and I expect him to be the guy very, very quickly in this defense. As this defense continues to mature and as the corners get healthy with Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey beginning to get back to playing at a Pro Bowl level, Roquan Smith gives this team an opportunity to make a run. Because based on last night's events, when the Browns were able to knock off the Bengals, if I'm the Ravens, I'm sitting pretty because not only do I feel like we can win this division, but I feel like we can put ourselves in a position to get a top seed to now make a run at the title. 
And it's because we feel like our defense is getting closer to our offense in terms of their level, to, their ability to play at a high level. Yeah, and, and to me, just the Baltimore Ravens, Ozzie's always believed in building it up the middle. You think about Eric DaCosta taking over. That's all he's known as the Baltimore Ravens. He's going to believe in that same exact philosophy. When I was there, you had Haloti Nada, Ed Reed, uh, Ray Lewis, just right up the middle of that defense. That's where that thing ran. You talked about C.J. Mosley and how key a part of that defense he was when he was there. They've just always believed in that. They've always invested in that, and not a surprise at all to see this trade. The other thing that you need to remember with the Baltimore Ravens is this team is is leads the world in comp picks over the last 10 years. They, they are not active yep. or really aggressive traditionally in free agency. They know how to play the formulas, so they end up getting these extra comp picks when guys walk. I'd be curious to see what this does mean for Patrick Queen uh, in the future, if they would resign him or if they allow him to move on and collect the comp pick uh, when it's his time, because I could, I, I'd be shocked if they did not re-sign uh, Roquan Smith after making this trade and make him kind of the centerpiece of this defense for the next few years. Um, Hold I, I on, DJ, on like to that point, to this Monday I, night game. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Like the thing about Roquan Smith and understanding this, the Bears are paying a little over four million dollars of the remaining salary on Roquan Smith's deal, so they're getting them basically for a minimum veteran player. And they also have the luxury of getting the comp pick for Roquan Smith if they're unable to sign him. And so you're right when it comes to the Ravens' ability to play the compensation, compensatory pick game. They benefit because, as you talked about, whether it's Roquan Smith or whether it's Patrick Queen, they're going to get the pick back that they gave up. And they have done a great job of drafting over the course of time. They have an ability to turn those picks and the players unlike some of the franchises that we talk about that we see try and execute these moves. No, it's a great call. Um, I, I want to just mention here real quick, and again, some trades might pop up later on in the episode, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll break those down. But I do feel like there's one team that has to make a move. And that, so far they haven't. We'll see if they do. But I, I feel like the Green Bay Packers have got to do something here. I mean, this is the end of the run here for Aaron Rodgers. This is the last year or two uh, mm-hmm. for him to be in that championship window. And, you know, Buck, when you're young and you're driving and you, you're trying to push it and you realize that, uh, man, I'm running out of gas and, and you say, OK, I have a long way to go to the gas station. We've all been there. But you turn the air conditioning off. You kind of just whatever I got to do to try and see <laughs> if I can maybe make it to that gas station like they need to pull out all the stops. This is the end of that window. Who knows when their next window is coming? It might be 20 years before they find themselves with a quarterback and a team that's championship worthy. They're close. Um, you still look at that defense. There's some good pieces there. Um, you've got Aaron Rodgers. This is the last two years. You've got to try whether or not it works or not. I just feel like you owe it to your team and to your fans and to your city to at least try to do something to help this team. Well, I mean, look, I think it's fairly obvious that they don't have a number one receiver on the perimeter. And even though Romeo Dubs did a good job of playing better, uh, at the position the other night against the Buffalo Bills, they still need a marquee play. You can't count on Sammy Watkins because he's been hurt like he's been throughout most of his career. Ronda Cobb is also unavailable, and he's not a number one receiver. The rest of the guys are youngsters and newbies trying to make their way. And so if you're the Green Bay Packers, even though I believe you – look, Brandon Cooks would be fine there because I think Brandon Cooks is, one, he's a speed demon still at his age. He has the ability to give them something that they don't have, someone that can take the top off the coverage. And for someone who has been traded a ton, he finds a way to go to his new destination and make an immediate impact. And so he would be a nice fit for them. And he would give them an opportunity to kind of transition while they're waiting for the young guys to develop maybe later in the year. But they need a solid number one receiver who can 
make the catches that are there to be made when Aaron Rodgers is looking to throw. Even though I believe this team still needs to run the offense through Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, at some point they have to have some credible weapons on the outside to be able to win games. If not, you are wasting the twilight of Aaron Rodgers' career. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't want to be sitting in the offseason knowing that, okay, it's over, that you know Rodgers is retired. And you, you left a couple you know, bullets in your gun, so to speak. You didn't really try everything to try and exhaust uh, your opportunity to maybe squeak one more championship out during that window. Because, again, you, know, you can sit there and say, okay, well, we're just going to start the retooling process. There's no guarantee that's going to happen in the next decade. Um, you know, so, I don't know. I, I feel like they're close. They're close right now. They owe it to, uh, owe it to everybody to make a run for it. Uh, what do you think of that game last night? It wasn't the most aesthetically pleasing game. The Browns knocking off the Bengals. 32 to 13. Uh, life without Jamar Chase, not too kind there for the Bengals. No, it's not too kind for the Bengals, but I'm going to focus on the Browns first because when I was watching the game, I said to myself, what took so long? Like, what took so long for Kevin Stefanski to realize <laughs> that, you know what? I should run the offense through Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb should be the focal point. Nick Chubb should get 25 or so touches. I need to give it to him in a variety of ways, whether it's I hand it to him, I give it to him in the Wildcat. However, I need to get the ball to Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb should be the guy. And maybe because they didn't play on Sunday, I'm guessing that maybe Kevin Stefanski was flipping the channels and he happened to catch a glimpse of the Tennessee Titans. And he happened to see Derrick Henry touch the ball a ton. And playing with Malik Willis, who looked only passed the ball 10 times, he was saying, you know, maybe that recipe will work for us. We have an A-level running back. Maybe we should just try and exhaust him and give him as many carries as he can and see what it looks like. And when they did that, lo and behold, the passing game opened up. Amari Cooper's wide open catching the ball over the field. You see Donovan Peoples-Jones make plays. All of a sudden, Jacoby Brissett actually looking like a high-functioning starter. So I don't know why it took so long for the Cleveland Browns to discover that they have one of the best runners in football and that they're better when they feed him. But I would say maybe Kevin Stefanski, you stick with that plan even when Deshaun Watson comes back in a few weeks. Yeah, it's the uh, business card slash receipt offense, right? We talked about it. This is uh, this is all you need. That's <laughs> that's your play sheet if you're the Browns. It should not be bigger than this little business card right here. That's, that's it. Um, it's not, it shouldn't be that hard. Turn around give it to that dude. That's that's the way to go. We tried to tell him. We tried to tell him that weeks ago, man. They're finally uh, they're finally buying in. Um, you know, look, the Bengals, Buck, don't look any. They, yeah. just, they don't look right, man. <laughs> and, and no, DJ, they don't look right. And I don't know if they're going to get right because I don't know if they're willing to change based on what they have. Meaning, we always talk about the first month of the season being a bit of the preseason where you're trying to figure your team out. The month of October is that discovery and then the realization, hey, here's who I thought we were going to be. We're not that. This is the team that we are. Let's start leaning into the strengths of the team. As much as the Cincinnati Bengals want to put everything on Joe Burrow, Right now, they don't have the ability to do that because their offensive line isn't good enough. So Zach Taylor has to look at his team and figure out, how can I get the ball to my playmakers without exposing my offensive line? Because the way that the Cleveland Browns absolutely tore them up in the trenches, they cannot. They cannot continue to go five out in a route and allow Joe Burrow to take the beating that he's taking. And so whatever that looks like, whether it's a quick rhythm passing game, whether it's more Joe Mixon running the football, they cannot allow the, the, the opponent to dictate the terms the way the Cleveland Browns were able to do it. And so it's on Zach Taylor and the staff to figure it out because what they put out last night, 
certainly wasn't good enough to get this team back into the postseason, let alone make another postseason a title run. Yeah, and going back to the Browns here real quick, hat tip to uh, Amari Cooper, who's continuing to play at a very high level. They got him the football. And look, we'll see what happens uh, when Deshaun Watson gets in there. But that's somebody whose numbers, uh, you're going to see a lot more games like that from Amari Cooper. Five for a buck 31 and a touchdown. Uh, he's really been one of the more underrated receivers, which is hard to do when you're playing for the Dallas Cowboys uh, previously. But uh, he's he's a really, really mm-hmm. good football player. Had a nice game uh, last night. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, we're going to have a fascinating discussion here on uh, pass rush, evaluating guys for the draft, college players, and how difficult it is to get to the quarterback at that level. Uh, we're going to break that down right after the break. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's dot. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. NFL Plus is the league's new exclusive video streaming subscription service. NFL Plus has your game day covered with live local and primetime regular season and postseason games right on your phone or tablet. NFL Plus is available in the NFL app and at NFL.com. 
Subscription plans start at just $4.99 a month. Fans can visit plus.nfl.com and sign up for a free trial of NFL Plus today. All right, DJ, I know you are always looking at the college game and sometimes you have some things that catch your eye. And so you put out a tweet talking about the pass rush in the college game and how quarterbacks and offensive coordinators are avoiding the big time pass rushers by getting the ball out quick. Expand on that. Yeah, I was talking to a, a coach at a big time program and we were talking about you know one of their players and we we're talking pass rush. And he, and he brought up a great point and something I don't know that we've talked a lot about. He just said, you know, looking at sacks for college players now, especially if you have a, a premier player or a premier group, like you're a premier defense, you think about, you know, I wrote down like Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, you know, Ohio State, those teams that you're playing against, those teams have so altered their game plan to play against those great players or those great fronts, which is they are going to bubble screen you. They're going to quick game you. They're going to move the pot. They're, they're going to do whatever they can to get the ball out of the quarterback's hand. Now, if they don't move the football and it's a punt fest and they're not scoring points, they're fine with that. They're just trying to avoid getting their teeth kicked in and having turnovers and sacks and fumbles and all those things. So they are just getting the ball out. Um, and so I started looking at a, a player I thought would be fascinating in this discussion was a guy like Will Anderson who came into the fall. I thought he was the mm -hmm. best player in the country last year. And he's got six sacks right now, Buck, but he's coming off a year where he had 17 and a half. So maybe his numbers are a little bit off pace. But when I went and looked at the uh, the PFF numbers, and we talk a lot about you know win rate, pressure percentage, those things, you mm -hmm. know his win rate is actually up, meaning he's beating the guy in front of him 18.2% of the time this year versus 16.6 last year. His pressure percentage is slightly down from 17.4 to 16.2. But that's somebody that you know in the college game, you're, you're overmatched when you're playing against a guy like that. So you're going to come into that game with a game plan that is a Will Anderson game plan. Um, so I, I just think kind of the, uh, the, the lazy analysis or the lazy scouting of just being beholden to, to sack numbers right now in the college game, I think you got to get out of that mode. Yeah, no, and I think it's going to be interesting because I think it would have a ripple effect on the way that we evaluate players and maybe even the way that we prioritize players. A couple things when it comes to pass rushers. I think now we may fall back into the thing where we're looking at uh, prototypical traits over production, meaning when you look at your pass rushers, you're going to look at the traits that you can uh, assess. Maybe some of those traits are assessed in workouts, 10-yard uh, dash uh, to be able to look at their physical dimensions when it comes to arm length and those things. We talk about the three cone and some of the various testing. Those things will factor in. You will look at the tape, obviously, and you'll begin to see, do they appear to have a toolbox that could give them an opportunity to develop into a high-end pass rusher at the next level? But it may be a little more projection, more so than a proven product at this point. The other thing when we look at it, I think about a guy like Wink Martindale, who was the defense coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. He's defense coordinator now for the New York Giants. And he has always prioritized corners and coverage over pass rushers because he feels like he can create the pass rush through scheming. And so now do we see a little bit of a turn in front offices when you have the coaches and the scouts get together in terms of, hey, I don't know if I can evaluate what these pass rushes are. So how about you give me great corners where we can lock up and play sticky coverage and then I can manufacture the pass rush with talented athletes that I put in the right situation to give them one-on-one -on -one opportunities to get up to the passer. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I, I, 
you know, I've always been a front to back guy. People think about the, those two different philosophies. I've, you know, always just, man, if you can just have the horses up front, I know there's teams and Belichick has been part of that with having, having, mm-hmm. um, you know, coverage and then building that, you know, top to bottom. But I think you make a compelling case there. I think there's something to be said for that ideal world. You have both. Um, but I think it is, it does make evaluating that a little trickier. I think you want to see the ability to beat the guy in front of you. I think you want to see those traits that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Can you win with speed? Can you win with power? Even if the ball's gone, uh, that's why, you know, it's efficient and you can do it. But like, let's just get in obvious passing situations, cut up the video that way. Every third and seven plus, I'm going to watch this guy every snap for the whole season, third and seven plus, And I'm just going to see, does he win? The ball might be gone. They might be rolling the pocket, but can he beat the guy in front of him? Does he have get off? Uh, does he have power? Those are the things you're going to have to evaluate. And the ability to finish and, and get guys on the ground, maybe you're not going to see quite as much of that as, uh, as we've seen in the past. It, you know, it was, it was just fascinating when he said that. He said, it's never been harder to sack the quarterback in college than it is right now. Yeah, no, it's funny, DJ, because you, po- you pointed out something that's really, really important when it comes to evaluating pass rushers, getting the quarterback down. You, ca- you came up in an era when Ben Roethlisberger was kind of like the measuring stick because of the division yeah. that you were scouting in. Pittsburgh Steelers, you had a big quarterback. Can your pass rusher, your potential pass rushing prospect, can he take Big Ben down? Because if you can't get Big Ben down, then what are we doing? And so we are going to miss out on that because we have all seen a bunch of pass rushers come into the league who are kings or the masters of the near misses. They get around the hump, but for whatever reason, they reach and grab, they can't pull the guy down. And so now it becomes a little more subjective, a little more of a projection when you're looking at it. And so what we may see are more misses at the top of the board when it comes to pass rushers because we may not have enough information to fully evaluate who the the best pass rushing prospects are compared to the way that it used to be three, four, five years ago when the ball didn't come out as fast at the collegiate level. No doubt. It's just a different, it's a different game. It's a different time and you got to adjust. Uh, as an evaluator, I mentioned at the top when we mentioned those two trades that we we're going to keep an eye on social media and see if there's any other trades that came down. Well, um, I made the case, I made the argument, there is a team in the NFC North that needs to make a trade. No excuses. Go for it. Make it happen and go get a receiver. And lo and behold, Buck, a team in the NFC North has made a trade as we speak right now for a wide receiver. We'll tell you who it is after the break. Spoiler alert, it ain't the Packers. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. All right, Buck, I teased it. I mentioned that there was a trade. There's a receiver trade, and it involved an NFC North team. It is not the Green Bay Packers, not yet at least. We'll see if they do something before the uh, deadline hits. You might uh, be listening to this, and maybe they have done done something at that point in time. Uh, But it's actually the Chicago Bears who have been active sellers. All of a sudden, Mm -hmm. they turn to buyers. They trade a second-round pick next year for Chase Claypool, wide receiver uh, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. What's your immediate reaction on this one? You know, I really like it. Uh, I like it for a few different reasons, and it all centers around the quarterback. Uh, When you look at how the Bears have started to evolve offensively the last three weeks, it has been about more design quarterback runs, really leaning into the overall running game, where you are kind of building a rough and rugged team that is built on effort and toughness, running the ball, and your quarterback being able to be a big part of that. And then in the passing game, what you're doing is, I recognize Justin Fields' immense talents and potential as a quarterback, but he also has some deficiencies, and one of that is ball placement. And so what do you do with a quarterback who's inaccurate? You try and surround them with big-body playmakers who can expand the strike zone for him. And so now you have Nikhil Harry, you have Chase Claypool, you have two big-body receivers that can go and get the ball when it's a little wayward while also being committed and willing to sacrifice their bodies in the run game. You have to make sure that your receivers match the philosophy of how you want to play. Chase Claypool and Nikhil Harry, they match that, and you still have Darnell Moody, who's able to make plays over the middle of the field. Yeah, we, we talk about teams finding their identity. I think that is the identity right now for the Bears. They want to be a big, physical bully. That's kind of the brand of football they want to play. And Claypool can put you in a bind because now all of a sudden you've got some quarterback run game cranked up, you've got your running backs going, and now you want to bring Claypool down in and you want to play him kind of snug in there, Buck. And teams say, okay, well, we're going to try and match big on big and we're going to put kind of our big nickel out there. And Claypool can then widen out and run by you. Um, you're going to put a little corner on him outside. He comes back down. He's going to maul him, and it's going to give Justin Fields uh, a short corner to get out the gate in the run game as well. So I think it makes a lot of sense for them. I, I think it goes back to uh, what we talked about earlier when we think about where the Pittsburgh Steelers are as an organization, a team that 
is not used to losing like this, uh, going to end up with a top 10 pick. And offensive line is in bad shape. Um, you know, we, we talked about the Lions, mm -hmm. you know, trading Hawkinson so they could get resources to maybe fix their defense and, and get better up front. I think when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, when they look at helping Kenny Pickett develop, and we talk about the P's, the playmakers, the protection, the play caller, I think between playmakers and protection, it's protection that they need to address. You're going to get George Pickens even more targets now. He's going to be able to take some mm -hmm. of that load that Claypool leaves behind, and I think they think that's a good thing. Still got Deontay Johnson. They feel okay about weapons. They, they're terrible up front of that offensive line. And you get a second-round pick, you might be in a position with that second-round pick to get one of the top two or three interior offensive linemen in the entire draft. So uh, this is a chance for them to kind of reallocate their resources, so to speak. Yeah, I think uh, reallocating the resources are very important. But let me also say this about Chase Claypool and some of the other players. I don't know if those guys are true what we call Steelers. When you think about the brand and the toughness yeah. and what the Steelers represent, or whatever. I don't know if those guys are doing a little, little shoy, little flamboyant and those things. I don't know if we lost some of that during the Killaby area with Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell and A.B. and some of the other guys. But the essence of the Steelers are like a hard-nosed, gritty team. And I don't know if some of the players that are currently on the roster necessarily fit that. I think in moving Claypool out, it gives them an opportunity to reset the culture of the locker room while also beginning to fortify the protection in front of Kenny Pickett, because Kenny Pickett is the future. You need to make sure you surround him with the right guys to get back to playing still the football. No doubt. Um, I, I'm still, again, uh, I'm a little perplexed. We have not seen a Brandon Cooks trade yet. I'm still thinking that's going to eventually happen. I think Houston probably has to eat some of that money, but as of right now, we do not have uh, anything on that front to talk about. And this is going to be uh, you know, a fun discussion, Buck, because you wrote a great article on top five game wreckers uh, you can find that on NFL.com. Looking at some defensive players that are just a nightmare to deal with. I, I'd love to know who you had number one on that list. You know, DJ, so in thinking about game breakers, because we always talk about it, um, you talked about early in the episode, we talked about building it from front to back. And the toughest defenses to face are the ones that can create chaos and disruption at the point of attack. And so in thinking about the game wreckers, you're thinking about guys who not only against the pass, but against the run, they're completely disruptive, meaning they create tackles for loss, sacks, penetration, they get their hands on the football to do a lot of things. So right now, to me, the best defensive player in football is Micah Parsons. So I had him number one on my list. And part of the reason why he's number one is because he is a unicorn. Now, we throw that term around a lot about someone being one of one, but this dude legitimately is one of one. You don't see an inside linebacker who has all pro caliber sideline to sideline playmaking skills, but is also capable of being an all pro caliber defensive end. That's Michael Parsons. No matter where he aligns, he is going to absolutely wreck shop on the people that are in front of him, and he cannot be contained or neutralized. One of the reasons why the Cowboys defense has played great defense the last two years is because number 11 is always around the ball, and when he gets around the ball, he gets there with bad intentions. He sets the tone for this defense, which is why the Cowboys are playing really, really well. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any surprises looking at the rest of your top five here. When you see Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, uh, those are two and three. And then at number five, Max Crosby. Maybe for some folks, though, might be surprised at number four on the list, and that's Matt Judon uh, for the Patriots. What is it about Matt Judon that makes him such a, a game wrecker, Buck? You know, so it's funny, DJ, when the Patriots signed Matt Judon coming from Baltimore, I didn't really know how good Matt Judon was because we've seen so many guys come out of the Patriots system, not the Patriots, the Ravens system, who have kind of benefited from the scheming that the Ravens do to create easy opportunities. Well, 
Matt Judon just goes to the pages. In his first season, he has 12 and a half sacks. Right now, he has eight and a half sacks. Or the last time I looked at the stat sheet, he had eight and a half sacks coming off the edge. So in two seasons, he has already shown an ability to be very disruptive at the line of scrimmage. Then you throw in the versatility that he displays, being able to play with his hand in the dirt from an upright position, being able to float and do some of the other things that the Patriots like to do. And then I think about the Patriots. They don't even really covet pass rushers. So for Matt Judon to be as dynamic and disruptive and dominant as he's been for the Patriots speaks volumes about his talent and the way that he has been able to kind of find his role in a Patriots defense that is really more coverage than pass rush when you think about the way Bill Belichick likes to go after the opponent. Yeah, and forever. That had been a long-held uh, uh, belief that, man, be careful when you sign Ravens defensive players because it's part of the culture and the system there. It kind of makes some of these guys, and if they're allowing them to leave, there's a reason for that. Might have to rethink it because right now the two guys tied for the league lead in sacks are Matt Judon and Zadarius Smith. Uh, both former Baltimore Ravens who are balling out for the, the Patriots and the Vikings. So um, interesting to see how that narrative kind of is changing over time. Uh, great list. Again, you can go to NFL.com and you can read all about uh, Bucky talking about those top five game records. Also has some interesting stuff in there on Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley uh, as well. So NFL.com, you can find Bucky's work right there. I want to remind everybody we've got Eagles, Texans coming up Thursday night football. That's 8.15 p.m. Eastern time on Prime Video. That is also available on NFL+. Plus. Well, Buck, it took us a couple shots. Um, we had to do two different recording sessions to get this pod done, but it was definitely necessary to cover all the ground in a wild, uh, wild, crazy day in the NFL. Yeah, wild and crazy, but one of the best days that uh, we've had in some times in terms of just the activity. I think we talk about being able to be engaged. Like It was almost like free agent frenzy, but it was with the trade market, being able to see these teams swap out players uh, within the division, outside of the division, bringing people on board that you believe will help you make a, a run down the stretch. That's what it's about. It's about going forward when you feel like you have the hand to go and get it. And some of these teams push their chips all the way into the center of the table to make sure that they're going for the championship run this year. We'll see how many of those guys are legitimate uh, title contenders when we get to the end of the season. Yeah, no doubt. I, I love it. It gave us a lot to talk about and a lot to look forward to watching here uh, as we go towards the second half of the season. It's been an unpredictable season. I imagine we're going to see an unpredictable finish here uh, on the second half of the year. Uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging with us today. I want to remind you, you can check out all the Move the Sticks content on the NFL's YouTube channel, NFL.com, the NFL channel. Uh, and the NFL app. We have another episode coming your way here in a few days. We're going to jump into some more college stuff, talk about the draft a little bit. Uh, never too early, especially now that we have some picks that have changed hands. Um, who, who's going to control this draft? Uh, something we can hit on in our next episode. But we appreciate you guys hanging with us. We'll catch you next time right here on Moving Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 